Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Tuesday, October the 13th. And I'm going to be reading the Jesus Calling book. And it's a take time to be still in my presence. The more healthy, the more healthy you feel, the more you need this scarce space of communion with me. Breathe slowly and relax. Mm. Breathe slowly and deeply. Relax in my holy presence. While my face shine upon you, this is how you receive my peace, which I always proffer to you. Imagine the pain I feel. Imagine the pain I feel when my t- children tie themselves up in anxious knot, and knowing my gift of peace, I died a criminal death to secure this blessing for you. Receive it gratefully. Hide it in your heart. My peace is an inner treasure growing within you as you trust in me. Therefore, circumstances cannot touch it be still enjoy peace in my presence this is come from psalms 46 chapter 10 let me read this to y'all psalms psalm 46 10 and it say forty-six ten. And it said, "Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heat, and I will exalt thee in the earth." Numbers chapter six. Numbers chapter six, verse twenty-five through twenty-six. And it said, "The Lord make His face shine upon thee, and His grace." Gracious upon unto thee, though the Lord lift up his countenance unto thee and thee and give thee peace. So God wants to have peace in all in everything. Everything he said, be still and know that I am God. Have you ever just been in a situation where you just like, I don't know what the freak I'm gonna do, but God wants us to be still and know he lets him. I can remember yes today Sunday. Well, I had to just be still and know that he is God. I had to find peace and I had to relax in his holy presence. I had to take a deep breath. I had to do all of this. I just told you. We say breathe slowly, breathe slowly and deep. Relax in his holy presence. I had to do it all. When I thought I was about to just break, I went to him. Didn't know how to pray. Didn't know how to. I just said, Lord. Thank you for all you have done. Thank you, Lord, for everything you have done. Thank you for, ooh, I didn't know what to say. Didn't know what to say. Didn't know what to do. Didn't know nothing. Because at that moment, I just didn't know what to do. So I was like, jeez, I don't know. This is not what I thought I would want to do. This is not what I thought it's all about. So it said he hate to see us. Tied up and anxious, not ignoring his gift. So every time we ignore his gift, he hates to see us worrying, stresses, just like, God, I just don't know what to do. We all, all over the place. He hates to see his children like that. He said, I died a criminal death. Meaning, like, he died in such a bad way that he secured his blessing. To secure this blessing for us, he died so that we can have peace. He died so that we may have peace joy and happiness. He died so that we may have not have to go through all the stuff we might have to go through. You know, he's a God of second chances. I try to tell y'all that over and over. 
He said, enjoy my peace in my prison. Enjoy my peace in my prison. So when all that expired on Sunday, if you know, we had our little kumbaya moment. We gave, forgave each other, cried, you know, they they I could do different. You know, we did all that. We went through it, we went through the we went through the line. And then eight, eight like ain't nothing happened. Eight came back, everybody came to my room. And we had family night. It was so much peaceful. The even the dogs was peaceful. You know, the dogs be all over the place. They even sat down <laughs> and watched the movie. Sat down and just was like, it was just so much peace in here. Because at that moment, I had to just know that. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I mean, like, be still for a moment. Stop ripping and running. Stop going all over the place. Stop this. Stop and just know that I am God. That's God. That's all He wants to do. He wants to have a relationship with Him. To trust Him. He said, I gave you my word. My something else. I have to go back and read. He said, I gave you my word, my name, and authority. Word, name, and authority. He gave us all those. The name, the word, and the authority. I mean, we had authority to beat the enemy. We had authority to tell the enemy to go back to the peace of hell. We have all that. He gave us all that. We had, he gave us names. And he gave his word, which is the Bible. So that means we have to start reading the Bible. We'll start praying, have a relationship with him. Just start, we'll start having a a relationship with him and know that God is going to make a way no matter what. I remember, I'm going to tell you this story. I remember, um, you know, I'll be transparent with y'all. I'll keep it real with y'all. Okay. We're going to keep it real with y'all because I like doing it. So, you know me, I work, right? So I get food stamps. So I have to be certified my food stamps. So I have to be certified my food stamps. And then I was like, okay, this is what's going on. So we first recertified and I was on the phone with the lady. And she said, okay, you um you will get this much. And she told me how much. I was like, what the? What the devil? That's all I said. <laughs> she said, you would get $65. A month. I was like, so I was like, okay. I got a phone with her, so I was my little office at work. I said, Jesus, what I'm supposed to do? $65 with three kids is at home all day. What am I supposed to do with that? So I said, God, I thank you for this $65. I had to, you know, I had my little moment. I said, God, thank you for the $65. But God, you're going to have to make sure me and my kids always have food in this house. We will not lack any. So before she got the phone, I said, since you know, since you know, since we in this pandemic and you know, they give a little extra, do I qualify for that? She told me no. I said, okay. I said, God, she told me no, but I believe I will get the extra. That's all I said. You know, like I I believe I'll get the extra. I'm not gonna worry about it. So I said, okay. So when I had got my little sixty five dollars, I said, okay, y'all, come on. Let's see what we can buy with sixty five dollars. So all I could do with sixty five dollars was get a meal. Some bread. I got us a meal or two to eat, you know, because I know how to pinch. And I was like, okay, God. After I got there, I only had like four dollars left. I said, okay, God, you gotta help us. Even though I was stressing about, like, worried about, Lord, I'm, what I'm gonna do for this month? These kids are home. What I'm gonna do? But then I kept saying to myself, okay, because you said I would not lack during this pandemic. Me and my kids did not lack no food. We might not had a whole lot, but we did not lack nothing. So I said, okay, God, you got me through that. You gonna get me through this. So, 
I went on by my business, you know, and guess what? I got the extra. I went out, got some more groceries, and I'm, we good. But the point is, I'm trying to tell you, you have to just give it to God. He don't want us to be like stressing because I be, you know, I'm, I be trying not to stress all the time, worrying about this and that. He just, just give it to me. Just give you like, just give it to me. Because we give it to him, then we pick it back up because God not moving fast enough. And we can't do that. Uh, we can't just pick it up. And it's like, I'm going to do it my way because Jesus is taking too long. <laughs> so, we can't do it that way. So, when all this stuff happens, Sunday, in that moment, God taught me that I need to start having more time with my kids. Start spending time with the, my kids. I mean, like, I work for the school and I be tired. Other days, I be so tired to where on Friday, I don't want to do family night. I just be tired. Like, yeah, we'll do it. But I've been messing around with sleep at 7 o'clock because I be so tired. But then at that moment, he was like, it's time to change. At least, I don't know okay, how tired you are. You got to just make the initiative. And then one of my children said, Mom, that was a test. I was like, okay. I hope I passed the test. I know I've screwed up. I know I was about to jump the gun, all that type of stuff. But in that moment, I had to find peace. In that moment, I had to be like, I'm not a bad mother. I am. I'm doing the best of my ability, but I have. I prayed that, you know, I prayed that nothing happened. I was like, well, I just don't know. So I went on by my business. Just finished cooking or whatever. And then I told y'all, knock at the door, come in. They said nothing. I didn't say nothing because, you know, when you're ready to talk, I'm here. That's that's what I said. I'm not going to, what if you know, so I some people, what if you been and did it and did it? I ain't remember that. I just finished cooking. Do what I had to do. Side outside, because I think I had more like one batch left. So I side outside. And then I was like, okay. When they're ready, they'll come to me. So I come go on the patio. Boom. They came to me. Can I, talk, can I talk to you for a minute? Sure. Talk. We cry. We share, you know, moments. You forgive me. Yes, I do. You know. Because, you know, you I'd be like, why should I forgive you? <laughs> you know, some people, why should I forgive you? You know, but God is a forgiving God. So, you know, if God can forgive me for some of the wrongs I have done, I can forgive my children. So, we've had our moments. We talk, whatever. But at that moment, we got to just stop. We got to put stuff aside and start having family time. Because we are living in some times where our kids have no idea what they are up against and I try to teach my these different scenarios teach them different things in life about what the world what's out there in the world try to tell them that people not always will see your best interests at heart people always do different things to try to hurt you you know you always have to know your surrounding you always have to be aware of every thing um I can one day we went walking and this car you know was following us like going like if we turn we turn right there watching us see what we was doing you know just like that and something just sit right in my spirit well something gonna sit around in my spirit i said nope because at that time i didn't bring my phone because you know we try to have family time but we just talking no phone no distraction or nothing and you saw bring my phone but i didn't bring my phone i was like i just feel so naked i didn't bring my phone so i was like i didn't feel comfortable i said let's go back let's go back home 
Some just don't fit right. Some just don't feel right in the situation. So I think we better go back. So we went back home. And then, you know, mom, we can't live in fear. I didn't say I was living in fear. God gave me some things. I ain't living in fear. I just, I just didn't feel right in my spirit. So, and I see you always have to know your surrender. When I'm in the car, I'm driving to work. I'm driving to stuff. I'm looking in my mirror. Not just because... Because you don't know, people can follow you. People are crazy these days. They will do any and everything. So I always try to know my surroundings. You know, I tell my kids, know your surroundings. Because there's something ever happening to you. And you have to, you can describe where you are. And somebody be like, okay, I think I know where she is. You know, you just got to know your surroundings. Stuff like that. I teach them different stuff. If uh, cop pull you over, shut your mouth. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, don't be like, what you put me on? I like that. Shut your mouth. Be still. Don't, don't give them a reason to shoot you. I tell my kids that. I tell them the basic stuff in life. But, you know, like they say they want to do this and do that. Okay, you can do it. But I never tell my kids they can't do nothing. Or you can't do that. Uh, they might say, you know, they want to do it. I might say, why? You know, I need to know why you want to do it. But... <laughs> I never say they can't do it. I don't try not to criticize my kids. Like, you know, some parents like criticize their kids, like tease them. And if I do, I do say I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I do correct myself. I do tell them to forgive me because I, you know, in that moment, we can be joking. I can just say something and they might not receive it how I have said it. So you have to learn how to to um, be the bigger parent. You know, be like, I'm sorry, that means it hurt your feelings. You know, whatever the case may be, but you have to, you have to be the bigger parent. Just because your kids go out here and do different stuff to their bodies, uh, to their hair, doesn't mean they gay. Doesn't mean this and that. It doesn't. They're just the way they expressing themselves. You know, my daughter says she want a belly button. Like Lord, she want a belly button, all that type of stuff. Pierce, whatever. You know, I got my nose pierced, but it's just like okay. With, I think about it. That's all I tell her. You know, I teach my kids big valuable life. Just because you have all this luxury stuff doesn't mean you can always have it. It can be here today and gone tomorrow. That does not make you. Just because you have name brand doesn't mean you don't have all the friends in the world. Everybody like, girl, you popping. No, somebody always going to be jealous of you. Somebody always going to have something to say. You can come in there a little bit turned down and they're going to still find something to say about you. Um, teach them how bullies are, teach them everything in life. I try to teach them the way of the way of life. I try my best. I tell them stuff that happened in my life. They was like, you know, they know about their dad abusing me. And I tell them, my, especially my daughter, don't let a man hit you. Don't. And I tell my boy, if a man hit your sister, you better go handle your business. Don't let nobody do your sister wrong. I, like that. I tell them different stuff. But even though I tell them stuff, sometimes I always question myself. I hope they listen. I hope they're not going to one and out the other. Which I know they don't. They do listen. But you know. And then, but we just have to have, we have to have a dialogue for family. Some people think family is all about, you know, how can I say this? Hmm. I might step on somebody's toes. Some people think family is about, then you're, okay, you choose the life for your kids. <laughs> Save your kids. Save your kids want to do this. No, you, you're not going to do this. You're gonna, it's going to be like a family thing. You know, we're going to stay in the family. 
say for instance, uh, how can I say this? Say for instance, they don't want to be, hmm, be something, but you want them to be something. Um, you know, like say, I'm going to put it like this. Say if my kids grew up in a church and they don't want to work for the church, but you making them work for the church. That's not their calling. That's not what they want to do. But you like, this is what I want you to do. Because this is a family thing. Uh, whatever. This is what you're going to do. Ain't no if, ands, or buts about it. But you're not giving that, you're not giving your child that voice. Like, I don't want to do that. Maybe your kids don't want to work in the church right now. Whatever. Let them find their own identity. That's why I do. I let my kids find their own identity. You know, I know. I just let them find their own identity. Stop making it to where this is what this is what I want you to do. Let them find their own identity. Let them explore the world. Let them let them be who they are. Because you know you don't want it to come back and bite you in the butt. Be like I didn't want to do this all these years. Now you got me up here doing it. You know they just waste their whole life working for the church and they could be doing something else. Uh, but just know that. Don't try to push your kids into something that they don't want to do. Not pushing it. Don't push your kids into because my kids say they want to be well. They they careers change almost every week. Doctor, dance, you know all types, whatever. I don't. I let them be. I don't want them to be me because they can't be me. I mean, Felicia has been through some stuff, but I want them to find their own identity. I want them to be them. I just want them to be them. That's what I want. So we have to. Step back as a mom, even though they might mess up. We got to step back and just teach them the way of life. Teach them different stuff, you know, because now we're living in a world where people are crazy. People are doing all kind of stuff and just teach them, teach them the way of life. So I'm going to read this and then I'm going to get out because I got to get myself ready for work. Today is a have mercy on me. Merciful God, you have forgiven me in the past, and I ask you to show mercy yet again. You are gracious. You are a gracious God, and I'm thankful for your your open arms and for second chances. I love you, Lord. Amen. You have mercy on me, my God. Have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Psalms 57, verse one, in the NIV. So God is God a second chance, even though your kids might mess up. They deserve a second chance. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing and awesome Tuesday. Until next, until next time, be blessed.